we're off and running on a middle-of-the-week edition of the show that's all about the Southeast. Hello, I'm John Rawl. This is y'all coming up today on the program. We've got a fun feature in the next segment, every state's least favorite state. If you are in a great state of the South, there's got to be a state near you, probably. Well, that's not necessarily the case. I've actually looked over this, which came out via Instagram, the survey they just put out here in the last couple days. And there's some states that I'm very proud of, especially my home state. My home state, it gets the award for the best result on this Instagram survey of every state's least favorite state. And you're wondering, now, why would you be so proud of your home state for hating on another state? Well, maybe it's just got something to do with my home state. Its least favorite state is a state that's not even connected to it. It's actually a Yankee state that's my state's least favorite state. Unfortunately, most of the South, they're hating on each other's, their neighbors, their fellow Southern states. But South Carolina, mighty proud of you. I'll tell you who they're hating on (laughs) a little bit later here in this hour. Also this hour, our friend, we're not going to be hating on him, Jonathan Lifite of the Atlantic Coast Conference Insiders at 24-7 Sports. He's going to be on and he's going to help us break down all that's going on in ACC land. A little college football, a recruiting national signing day is February 5th. That's next week. And Jonathan's going to be on here to help us preview the big day. All that coming up in our ACC spotlight. Uh, Something tells me the Clemson Tigers ought to be in a great shape. I just looked at the rankings the other day, and yes, the Tigers were the number one team according to 24-7 Sports when it came to 2020 recruiting. And we'll see if that number's still holding up for Dabo Sweeney. That's their consolation prize for losing that national championship game the other day. So that's coming up here later this hour. Hour two today, we will start it off with hashtag hullabaloo. As always, we we just find the craziest stuff and we just put it out there we're sort of like the youtube you you get us the stuff we find it on social media we put it out here for all you to enjoy that's coming up at the start of hour two and then hey get ready because precious harris is going to be making a return from nashville last week she was broadcasting from pigeon forge in gatlinburg and now this week she's worked her way back on i-40 she went westward from east tennessee back into middle tennessee and she's reporting on the edge of music row where with her Nashville Music Line report. And we're actually going to talk to her about this past weekend's Grammy Awards. We had some really, I, I would say, surprising results from the Grammy Awards when it came to the country music category. And I'm going to get Precious's take on all that in hour two. You don't want to miss it. Plus, she's got all the other scoop and parties and such. It's always fun catching up with Miss Precious. And that's coming up in hour two. If you want to be on with the show, we welcome that. In fact, let me remind all of you that we've got this new feature that we're having an inclusive we're all about inclusive inclusiveness here on the program that's all about the south and so what what we are doing we're inviting you to be part of y'all and how you ask well on fridays we play our traditional fight song to get us to the weekend party crowd from david lee murphy and we're asking for some lucky people to join me and sing along you can join if you've always wanted to sing on the radio We've got your opportunity. All you've got to do is hit us up at 803-816-1170. You can text or call that number. And if you're one of our great y'all volunteer army volunteers, we will invite you on the show and you'll get to sing along to the fun part of the David Lee Murphy song on our Friday edition. And that should make for some great radio, some great broadcasting excellence here on the show all about the South. So hit us up, 803-816-1170. Let me know who you are, where you're calling from, 
and if you're lucky enough we'll we'll get you on the show and we even have some really cool y'all prize pack stuff to pass along to some of our lucky contestants so all that if you join us all you got to do is hit us up and, and don't be bashful because not only are we going to have you on the show you got to sing at least the the last couple of minutes it's really about a minute worth of party crowd you got to sing the fun part of that toward the end of the song so if you're brave enough to to join me then you can help me sing along on fridays getting us in the mood for the weekend and so get your text and calls in now 803-816-1170 that also is the number with a question or comment anytime we welcome that here on the y'all show don't forget our website y'all.com go there right now for incredible great stories and and if that's such a word incredible great if it's not it ought to be if you go there right now you're going to learn about a beer festival that's taking place in charlotte north carolina you'll see the y'all tv show that we've created here as part of the y'all show some of our great interviews we have on camera and we've got them out on y'all.com now also here's a pretty cool story you're not going to find anywhere else at y'all.com right now you can go read all about the seven mistakes to avoid when buying a steel building so all you good old boys and good old girls that are looking to maybe put something out in the yard put your car or your cars plural maybe put the boat in uh maybe have a i mean something i've always had a vision for is to have my own big enough building where i can go out there and shoot basketball and not get rained upon I'm a long way from having that goal being accomplished. And I'm not even good at basketball, but it is pretty cool to go shoot hoops for a little while if you're able to play a game of horse, something like that. And again, if you go to y'all.com, you can read all about the seven mistakes to avoid when buying a steel building. Now, when all these other websites, the Yahoo's, the Facebook's, the Google's, when they can break it down to something that practical and put on their homepage like we've got at y'all.com, y'all let me know. See, we are ambassadors for you all. We are ambassadors for you guys. Let me just be honest. We're ambassadors for y'all. And the website to go for all this information is y'all, Y-A-L-L, Dot com. It's free. It's awesome. And tell them John Rawl of the Y'all Show sent you, by the way, which we'll be happy to pass that along. Hey, y'all.com, by the way, the ultimate guide to the South, in case you've always wondered. Let's get into the headlines on today's Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. And we first start off with this crazy virus that's coming out of China. We've already seen several Southern states be alerted with possible outbreaks of this virus. Luckily, Luckily, so far that I'm aware of, none of the outbreaks of this virus in America, at least in our southern states, have turned out to be positive for the coronavirus, whatever it's called, as U.S. health officials, officials with the health department, expanding their checks on international travelers. And they're cracking down on this. We're trying to contain this thing as they're trying to screen travelers for this virus coming out of the nation of china and right now i think the number was 4500 that's how many china has confirmed more than 4500 people with this illness and it can cause pneumonia it's had more than 100 deaths involved and right now so far in this country five confirmed patients and we hope that uh, they get well i don't i'm not aware of any of them that have passed away but we've got to be very extra careful and if you have to fly here this week you might see a lot of people wearing masks 
and just being extra careful because they don't want this disease to or, or this virus to spread any more than it has to i saw where even in hong kong which is a border it's, it's really technically part of china now but they've kind of been fighting over that here lately but they closed down the train route or bus route or maybe both going between the island of hong kong and the mainland of china and so it's a a very scary thing but here in the south we've had a couple of false alarms and that's great news we don't want this thing to get any more out of control than it has to be so if you're traveling just be on the lookout especially if you have any overseas travel definitely be on the lookout i just still find it and, and and i know this is kind of a thing that's only been going on about three or four years that i can recall we used to see several years ago when they would show images of china or japan people walking around the streets with these masks on this surgical mask and now here in this country you're seeing that more and more from people i guess it's a good thing although i heard one report that said these masks aren't a sure thing to keep you from contracting this virus at least this particular strain of virus that's going on in china right now might help out with influenza and we've got a bad case of that going on right now i just saw where someone i know had to tell everybody that their kid had a a grade a or strain a of the latest flu maybe it's coming back around with a punch after a few weeks here to start 2020 be careful do all the right things the the best thing i would say instead of wearing that mask all the time and looking kind of goofy in my opinion until they start making fashionable masks i still i'm gonna look at people walking toward me as some kind of martian to be honest with you and i know they're they're not wearing it to look fashionable but they ought to come out and maybe they have them i just haven't seen them they they ought to make some really cool looking mask some that are maybe got cartoon characters or something like that maybe it wouldn't be so shocking when you see it but uh scary times we hope this virus it gets out of here as quick as possible for the world's sake in this case well in washington dc a lot of people are hoping the impeachment trial will go away as quick as possible that's kind of looking a little bit more doubtful it looks like on friday the senators will vote whether they're going to have witnesses come forward people like john bolton and others perhaps mick mulvaney the former south carolina congressman might be asked to come to the senate and testify Right now, though, one story coming out of Alabama is Senator Doug Jones. Now, he's a Democrat, and he says that after the Republicans, after they ended their case for why the president should not be kicked out of office, that after hearing the testimony of people like Jay Sekulow, who, by the way, is a Mercer University graduate, go Bears, Macon, Georgia, and Sekulow spent many, many years, grew up in the Atlanta area. His son, who's also on the impeachment trial, his son lives in Nashville, and I don't have his first name in front of me right now, but his last name Sekulow, I can tell you that. But Doug Jones, the Alabama senator, the Democrat, who's being challenged now by people like Tommy Tuberville and Jeff Sessions when the Republicans figure out who they're going to have go against him in November. Now, Doug Jones is conceding that the attorneys like Seculo for Trump made good points in their impeachment defense. Now, he's not saying which way he's going to vote as of right now, but a little bit intriguing that someone like Doug Jones may at least be putting this out in the media that he was swayed a little bit by the testimony of people like Alan Dershowitz, who was an attorney representing the Trump defense team this week. And we'll find out come Friday how he votes. Now, President Trump and others think that perhaps West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin might go toward his side. 
the real question is are they going to go toward the president's side on this whole notion of having more witnesses testify if they vote that down come friday then look for early next week perhaps monday for the 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 verdict to come out they actually vote to whether to kick him out and all signs still point to where there's there's virtually no way president trump's going to get kicked out of office the 67 number needed to do that is just not there but as we know similar to watergate drip 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 information coming out information being leaked if if the last two days have repeats here going forward then a lot of senators might just be a little bit more skeptical and be they may be pushing more for more information more people coming forward and testifying which is not what president trump wants even though he may say he wants people no telling now i will say to president trump's behalf on his for his defense totally outside of the impeachment thing something happened at the white house on tuesday that got very little attention because of all the impeachment stuff and i actually watched the official white house feed on youtube to see the entire press conference but benjamin netanyahu was at the white house on tuesday where they unveiled along israel as well as our government our our nation unveiled this new peace plan for the middle east the peace plan that people say can never happen but at least they're trying and we don't know if if it will happen or not now palestine has to agree and meet and sign off on this thing and that may take a long time but at least israel's on board in fact netanyahu i I, i'm gonna paraphrase don't quote me directly on this if and i'll tell you another weird thing about him after i make this statement but while at the white house he essentially said that president donald trump was the greatest thing that's ever happened to israel that's what he said something along those lines okay now what is very odd is on that very day that president trump and his people are trying to defend him in the u.s senate to keep him from getting kicked out of office netanyahu back in israel he was being indicted for corruption and and his his opponent from the i think they're called the blue and white party that opponent was in washington dc as well hoping to meet with president trump or they maybe schedule him in at a time other than when netanyahu was there from an official capacity as the prime minister of israel but strange times to have these two being on the same page but they're also having all these problems off the field of the world of politics strange times but for the world's sake wouldn't it be great if israel and palestine and all that got settled and other than a handful of knuckleheads that might pop up going forward we won't have all the problems we've seen in that part of the world and one of the issues one of the real issues that hopefully will be solved by this is part of president trump's peace plan that his his son-in-law jared kushner kind of helped formulate here is to give palestine its statehood to to have their own nation there which a lot of israelis would not want to see but you got to give a little and israel's going to benefit from a lot of this palestine needs to also have some benefits also i think they're getting a bunch of money as part of this agreement but wouldn't it be great and if that ends up happening that would be maybe the greatest accomplishment of president trump's tenure in office a tenure which might be very limited here if the democrats have their way republicans say not so fast all right let's get out of washington dc and tell you about other headlines across the south and unfortunately sad news from the world of rock 
as Reed Mullen, the drummer and co-founder of the North Carolina hard rock band Corrosion of Conformity, has died at the age of 53. And this band, of course, if you are into the sort of rock scene, you're a, you're quite familiar with COC, not the College of Charleston, but the band, again, called Corrosion of Conformity. And he co-founded this group back in 82 with bassist Mike Dean and guitarist Woody Weatherman. And they originally were a hardcore punk outfit, releasing the albums Eye for an Eye and Animosity in 84 and 85. And then they went on to add singer Carl Agile back in 89 and had the blind release and more. They were signed with Columbia Records and put out a bunch of albums in the 90, including 94's Deliverance. The band toured with Metallica for a couple of years. And unfortunately, this North Carolinian has died at the age of 53. Again, the co-founder and drummer of Corrosion of Conformity, Reed Mullen, passing away here this week. Also, more news from the state of North Carolina. A man there has sur- who survived a attempted a lynching attempt way back in 1952. He's now been helped out by hundreds of people to help move into a new home so that a highway can be expanded. 87-year-old Lynn Council of Apex, North Carolina. He plans to move into a new house in Apex after living in his current home for more than 60 years. And a couple decades ago, he was accused of a robbery that he didn't commit. Two deputies hanged him from a tree to try to get him to confess. When he didn't, the deputies took him down. He later settled into a home outside of Apex. About 20 years ago, he took out a $20,000 federal home repair loan. One condition of this loan was that the full amount must be paid if he moved out or died. And the state recently bought his home so that the North Carolina Department of Transportation can expand North Carolina 540. And that meant he needed to pay back the $20,000 loan. So a lot of good people there in the Apex area got together and helped raise money so that he could move out and all will be well. But what a horrible thing in 1952 that Lynn Council had to endure literally the deputies putting a rope around his neck hoping that he would admit that he did this robbery and he didn't confess and and uh he survived he survived this lynching attempt in 1952 this is not 18, 1852 we're talking about good news that the deputies uh, and they should have been punished i'm sure they weren't but they, at least they did take him down and they didn't hang an innocent man but a uh, another example of how far we have come um, we, i know we're not a perfect region but we've come a long way from 1952 when somebody did something like that to a, a fellow North Carolinian. One thing that was in the news recently that I didn't spend a whole lot of time talking about here on the Y'all Show was this really bad blast coming out of downtown or in the outskirts of Houston, Texas. A little bit of both, to be honest with you. An update was released earlier this week of this massive explosion at this warehouse in Houston, and it killed two workers, injured 20 others. And this update coming out this week shows that 450 structures mostly homes there in houston were damaged by this explosion at this warehouse and that is a lot more than the initial estimate of 200 damaged structures after this building at watson grinding and manufacturing blew up as that company produces valves and thermal spray coatings for equipment in various industries but to have that many structures 450 be damaged and of course two people lost their lives workers there 
when this thing blew up here recently in houston texas if you're a gap shopper unfortunately the news may not be so great for you as gap the store that you'll find in a lot of shopping malls and such across the southeast gap's going to be closing 29 stores in the country and that's going to be bad news now some of the stores closing in the south include the shops at east chase in montgomery alabama park plaza and little rock also in florida in miami at bayside marketplace and in winter park at 400 south park avenue savannah georgia's oglethorpe mall location will be shutting down lexington kentucky's hamburg pavilion location of gap will be shuttering as well as oklahoma city's quail springs location and in texas arlington's lincoln square location chattanooga's hamilton place mall gap will be shutting down also in virginia two locations charlottesville in the fashion square there in charlottesville and in dulles the dulles town center among the 29 stores shutting down as gap is going to be restructuring and they're also shutting down locations across the pond as well as they're going to be shutting down a bunch here but uh gap i'm sure just like you you've bought some things before as a fellow let me tell you one thing gap has done a good job with and that's boxer briefs they got they got some really good boxers in case you need to get that special someone something for valentine's day but hopefully your local gap's not on this list to be shutting down now to barbie let's tell you a little bit about barbie dolls they're changing with the times and in recent years you've seen barbies come out that have rainbow colored hair and some are even have wheelchairs and prosthetic limbs and there's a brand new barbie doll that's a black young black girl or woman i don't know if if it's somewhere between a girl and a woman i don't know how barbie markets to these things but this doll that's just come out to show off how far barbie has come this doll has a varied skin tone this black doll and it even has something called vitiligo and that's a disease in which blotches of skin lack pigment now here's my ignorance i've seen normally black people uh, not often a few black people with this and i always thought that they had been burnt that they had scars from being burnt but this could have been vitiligo i think is how it's pronounced vitiligo v-i-t-i-l-i-g-o and again this is a disease that causes the loss of skin color and blotches the extent and rate of color loss from vitiligo is unpredictable it can affect the skin on any part of your body it may also affect hair and in the inside of your mouth normally the color or hair and skin is determined by melanin so it looks pretty scary again because it it kind of has a lighter shade it's a little bit more noticeable on blacks versus white people but it's not limited to just black people but there's this new barbie that has this skin lack pigment there available if you want to check it out and now i know and maybe you're learning a little bit more about this thing instead of being ignorant like i was and assuming it was one thing when it's actually this skin color and blotches the loss of it vitiligo and that is the y'all show headlines from across the southeast today see you never know what you're going to find here on the all southern program you know what you're going to find out in the next segment we're going to let you know about what every state's least favorite state is thanks to instagram they've done this great research and we'll tell you we'll have some fun with that when the y'all show comes back it's coming you know what to do 
Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Hey there, it's the Y'all Show, and this is where we talk about the South and so much more. I'm John Rawl, 803-816-1170. Y'all.com is our website. All right, we're going to have some fun here. Thanks to Instagram, they've come out with a survey that may be the best one they've ever come out with. Which state does your state hate the most? Okay? And they've polled every single state in the entire land. I'm only going to focus on the southern states, if you don't mind. So without further hesitation, again, this is coming from Instagram. And a lot of people are weighing in on social media. And the findings, this comes from a guy named Matt Shirley of Los Angeles. As he polled Instagram followers as part of a survey to find out which states hate which states the most <laughs> and and un, unfortunately florida's least favorite state happens to be its own self okay and then in new jersey their least favorite state is every other state that just to give you an idea of the fun of this survey so let's move from west to east if you don't mind of which states hate each if you're in a state what state do you hate the most based on this very very scientific survey off of instagram and i say that in air quotes texas texas hates oklahoma the most and oklahoma not surprisingly hates texas the most that's not very good all right now moving eastward in the state of missouri no surprise the old civil war time battle continues between the jayhawkers and missouri kansas is missouri's most hated state and it's vice versa, in case you're wondering. In Arkansas, what state do they hate the most? They don't even border this state, but they hate Alabama more than any other state. Alabama's got a lot of states that are against them, including Louisiana. Louisiana hates Alabama more than any other state, according to Instagram. This is not just sports we're talking about. We're talking about in general. What has Alabama done that's been so hard on Arkansas and, and Louisiana? Mississippi? Mississippi hates Alabama more than any other state. Now, they're twin state neighbors. that They're calling the twin states. <sighs> Can't we all just get along, Rodney? All right, let's go down to Florida. Florida hates itself. As I told you, Floridians don't like their own state. That's pretty bad. Now, Alabama and Georgia both also hate Florida more than any other 
state. I'm going to skip over South Carolina. We'll come back to that one. Let me tell you about the good old volunteer state. Tennesseans, they hate, not Alabama, they hate Kentucky more than any other state. Oh, that's just, that's not great. That's just not good. Can't we get along? Well, guess what? Kentuckians, they hate Tennessee more than any other state. You'd think they wouldn't like their friends to the north, the Illinois, the Indianas, the Ohios of the world. Not the case. Kentucky does not like Tennessee. Tennessee does not like Kentucky. We need to get Jared Kushner here to help broker this peace amongst our states. We're going to have another war between the states before this is all said and done with. Now, in West Virginia, no surprise, West Virginians don't like Virginia. And Maryland doesn't like Virginia. How 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 can how can they do that? Well, Virginia roars back with their dislike of West Virginia. That's their least favorite state. And now to the Carolinas, okay? And in the Carolinas, North Carolina, this is not very Carolina like. North Carolinians don't like South Carolina. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. What's South Carolina? Little old South Carolina done to North Carolina. And finally, as I told y'all earlier in the show, my home state, I am so proud of the great state of South Carolina. As a sandlapper, I'm smiling from ear to ear when I tell you what state South Carolinians hate, according to Instagram, more than any other state in the country. It ain't their neighbors to the north of North Carolina. It's not their neighbors to the south and west, the great state of Georgia. South Carolinians hate Ohio, and I couldn't be more proud. In fact, it's so funny. When I got this shared to me the other day, I also got shared on social media. South Carolinians are proud of that palmetto tree in Crescent Moon that's part of the state flag. It, it's it's just it's just a great logo for the state. And when you see that, you know it's South Carolina. A lot of people proudly wear that and have no connection to the state. Perhaps they vacation in places like Myrtle Beach or Charleston or Hilton Head or great places like uh, Pillion, South Carolina, for example. <laughs> they love it. They love it. It's great. It's instantly recognizable across the world, although some people might think you're Muslim if you're wearing that crescent moon and, and palmetto tree, but you got to know the story. That's, that's a story for another time. But somebody shared with me the other day that how wrong this was and in south carolina if you drive around the highways and byways you'll see that palmetto moon and crescent logo get morphed into other things there's versions of it that have a tiger paw a gamecock a golf ball it depends on what your interests are well somebody sent something the other day on instagram or on yeah it was on instagram and they had the palmetto tree and crescent moon of south carolina morphed into an official Ohio State Buckeye logo. And all these South Carolinians were like, this is just wrong. We can't have this. We can't have our great logo turning into something as a statement for Ohio, the Ohio State, okay? Uh, we'd rather see Georgia or North Carolina or NC State than, than this. They probably just want it to be in South Carolina. So th I thought that was great. And here, lo and behold, thanks to Instagram, we know that it's South Carolina. You're ready to go to war against Ohio. The problem with that is 
half of Ohio has moved out of Ohio and has found their way to places like South Carolina and other southern states. I don't know what it is about Ohio, but people must not like it because I'm, I'm not kidding. Half of the population has come south to places like the Carolinas and Georgia and Tennessee. And uh, I guess this time of year, it's a pretty good reason we could understand why they might be flocking south. Some of us are waiting for their heroic return back to their homeland, especially when they take our great symbols of the South and turn them into icons for Ohio State, the Buckeyes. How are those Buckeyes doing in football, by the way, these days? Not very good. Well, that will wrap up this segment again of where we featured the Instagram survey of your least favorite state. When we come back, we're going to talk ACC sports with Jonathan Leifheit. He's going to be on next We'll find out what's going on in the Atlantic Coast Conference football, basketball, and more. All that is ahead as the Y'all Show continues. I am doing all the right things, drinking plenty of water, eating right, and exercising. But month after month, my constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating keep coming back. Irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC, affects 13 million Americans. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. The Power Sound of the South and Red and White played there by the marching band of NC State. We've got some NC State baseball news we're going to pass along. What's going on with the pack as Elliot Avent getting ready for another season here as college baseball gets underway in about two weeks. This is our ACC Spotlight. John Rawl now joined by our go-to guy for all things Atlantic Coast Conference from 24-7 Sports and the CBS Sports Network. We welcome in Jonathan Leifheit. Hello, Jonathan. Hello there. You're not going to call me the general this week, are you? No, you've been demoted. You're just now, (laughs) you're back down to buck private. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. No, but you are our general, our field marshal of all things ACC, and we appreciate <laughs> that. Hey, sad news from the conference this week as former Commissioner Gene Corrigan died at the age of 91. Jonathan, this guy kind of was the example of what it means to be an ACC guy. As he had kind of gigs with various schools. He also was the commissioner. His kid, speaking of the ACC, his kid, Boo, is the current athletic director at NC State. Yeah, he was a you know a big, really big ACC guy, and really you know he's kind of the, the guy that brought. I think he scored the you know the coup of the century in terms of uh, uh, when it came to expanding, and he it was really kind of his work that got Florida State in it, and that really set the stage for the ACC to you know kind of take some steps forward in football um, through the nineties, and then 
you know, the next round of expansion came, they were in a good place. If, if, if you don't have uh, Corrigan, I, I'm not sure that that, that Florida State deal happens because he really uh, worked really hard to make that happen. And, I, and so I, I think that really he's, he can, you know, really be labeled as the guy largely, you know, responsible for what the ACC is today. Uh, John Swafford's done a lot, obviously, as well. But, but Corrigan was really, I thought, had a, a great vision and I thought was probably one of the best, better, uh, better commissioners that the conference has ever had. Yeah. And Gene Corrigan was ACC commissioner in the years 1987 to 1996. Then in the mid 90s, he served a two year term as the NCAA president. This is a guy who, after World War II, went to Duke, where he was a four year starter in lacrosse. And I had no idea they were playing lacrosse in the South in the years just after World War II, but evidently Duke was a visionary and had a lacrosse team. He was inducted to Duke's Athletics Hall of Fame back in 1991. He also went on to be an athletic director at Notre Dame, Virginia, and at Washington and Lee in Lexington, Virginia. And he also had some time at Virginia as the head lacrosse and soccer coach, an assistant basketball coach. He even served as the sports information director for the Hughes. Like I said, a very talented guy that we saw in various roles throughout his career mostly in the acc and his son boo is the current ad at nc state his other son tim is a senior coordinating producer for the nba on espn he leaves behind seven children 19 grandchildren and five great grandchildren a life well lived by again former acc commissioner gene corrigan passing away recently at the age of 91 Jonathan, come February 5th, it's National Signing Day for college football. National Signing Day Part 2 here in the 2020 class. And Clemson's already got a bunch of commitments for the 2021 class. We'll talk about that momentarily, but let's first talk about what's going on with your with your website, 24-7 Sports, and the recruiting rankings. It looks like, based on what I'm looking at, Clemson, with 23 commits, is currently number one on the 24-7 Sports team rankings. Yeah, and if you look at, uh, really kind of look at, they kind of do it two different ways. One of them is you could look at it as, as they award points based on the number of recruits and the quality of the recruits you get. Uh, one of my favorite rankings ways to look at it is if you look at the average kind of quality on a per recruit basis, and it really doesn't matter which way you stack it up. Clemson's, uh, pretty much the, the number one team. They, they, uh, they've racked up. I think they ended up with what I think five or six five star guys. And when you consider there's only about 50 of them, that's a, an incredible uh, haul for one team. And, uh, uh, they just continue to get richer and richer up there in Death Valley from a talent perspective. Jonathan, if you had to guess, and maybe this isn't a guess, you might have the evidence there with 24 seven sports. What is the number one reason these kids are going to Clemson? Uh, <laughs> Dabo Sweeney. I mean, uh, he he has managed to put them on the map. He's created an atmosphere where you know where it's it's fun for the kids to go there. He's assembled a staff that that you know one knows how to recruit and two knows how to coach and and three knows how to have a good time. And so he's just put together a very very good uh, culture um, that that is now you know the kids are are responding very very strongly to. So. You're asking me why? It's it's all about the guy at the top. Okay. Well, it sounded like a dumb question. I'm glad I asked it because 
obviously one of the reasons could be great academics. I don't think that's why they're number one, but it could be a reason. It could be the history of Clemson. Clemson's done pretty well here recently. Clemson's always been pretty good at football. That could be part of the reason. Location could be part of it. The other factors, people could, it could be the colors, orange and purple. That might make some kids go play for Clemson. But you're telling me it's pretty, pretty simple. It boils down to one guy. And if Dabo Swinney weren't there and they hired, let's say, Jonathan Leifite to be the leader of the program, you wouldn't see Clemson atop the rankings like you're seeing now? Uh, if you put me in charge, that'd probably be the case because I'm, uh, that's just not my, my, my deal. I mean, you, you know, if, if, if Clemson was that way, they made a huge change in culture. Um, you know, if, if, if what you're saying is then it should have recruited itself all along and they would have had more than one national championship before Dabo Sweeney took over. So, um, you know, so from that perspective, it's all about the head guy. I mean, you can look at, you know, look at what, Al- what happened to Alabama in the, in the nineties and the, in the, uh, in the, in the 2000s before, you know, Nick Saban got there, they were kind of lost in the desert. You know, Mike Price having hit his stuff. They had, what was it? Uh, gosh, I can't remember all the guys. It's names, rolling, but, baby. Yeah. The tide's rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, I mean, and then Saban comes in and immediately, uh, turns things around. So it, it, you know, a lot of, a lot of places will help the recruiting and help the, the the head guy be able to recruit uh with their history and and their you know and various things but at the end of the day it's it's all about the head coach and and that's that's exactly what's going on with clemson all right according to 24 7 sports if you look at just the acc breakdown the tigers are number one of course but behind them is the miami hurricanes i guess we're seeing a little bit better effort on the recruiting side from manny diaz and what we saw on the football field the hurricanes are number two according to the acc rankings mac brown north carolina tar hills checking in at number three FSU at four, Georgia Tech, not bad there for Jeff Collins, the Ramblin' Wreck at number five, and NC State at six in the latest 24-7 recruiting rankings. Jonathan, February 5th's coming up soon, and do you expect any more jockeying of the numbers here heading into that signing day for some of these teams looking to improve their, their, their lot of players? Yeah, if I look at the top five that you just mentioned, I really don't see much much change there. You'll probably see some movement. You might see some movement, I should say, you know, kind of from that from that next year. You know, after the top five, six through fourteen, might see some some things happen there. Um, but it, by and large, it's not going to be a lot of movement. Most of the recruiting these days is now is wrapped up with the December signing class. Um, you know, usually you only have probably about another five to fifteen percent of your class left, uh, which usually means one one to three guys somewhere in there. Uh, that you, that you might see, uh, that are, you know, still kind of hanging out there, you know, and when you, one thing I will note when I, when I look at the recruiting rankings, I think the one thing that shocks me the most is, uh, Virginia tech all the way down at 14th in the conference and recruiting, uh, just a big surprise to me. Uh, Justin Fuente, I think is going to, he's been kind of on the hot seat. And, uh, I think unless he starts upgrading the, uh, the talent levels, that he from from what he's been recruiting, it's going to continue to be that way. 
And again, recruiting is an ongoing business. We already have a couple of big commitments for Dabo Swinney for the 2021 class. Four guys already pledging their love to Clemson. Corey Foreman, Jake Brenningstool, Bro Collins, Cade Denhoff, all pledging. Some of these guys rank pretty high in recruiting rankings. More to come. We're a long way from 2021, but the Clemson forecast is pretty darn good and, and getting better. On the hard court, Tuesday night in ACC play, the Miami Hurricanes defeated Virginia Tech. Virginia Virginia knocked off number five, Florida State. Big win there for the Hoos, 61-56. Clemson with a one-point nail-biter over Syracuse. And Georgia Tech defeated Martin Luther King's alma mater, Morehouse. In a battle of Atlanta schools, Morehouse went down to the Ramblin' Wreck, 82-54. On the hard court this evening, you'll have Wake Forest at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's coach fined 20,000 buckaroos for his criticism of officials. Was he suspended or just fined, Jonathan? Uh, he was just fine. It, it really kind of uh, amused me a little bit that he got as upset and made some, the comments that he made about uh, the the officials because normally you hear the those comments directed when you play a Tobacco Road school. Nobody has ever uh, has ever leveled the charge that Florida State uh, was getting more favorable calls uh, <laughs> than anybody else when it came to basketball. And if you look at the the box score in that particular game, I actually think Florida State uh, had like a significant like number more fouls called on them during the course of the game. So it wasn't like there was some disparity. Uh, so uh, really, really kind of uh, puzzling comments from uh, from Mike Bray and probably a fine uh, that was well-deserved. A pair of games on the ACC in this evening. Wake Forest travels to South Bend, where the coach hopefully won't be fine this evening. Notre Dame and Wake Forest, your early game, 7 Eastern, 6 Central. And then the follow-up to that, the number 6 Louisville Cardinals will be in Chestnut Hill to take on the Boston College Eagles. First tip is 9 Eastern, again, on ACCN. Jonathan, we're just days away from the start of college baseball. It's usually right around Valentine's Day. And NC State is ranked in the top 25 depending on what poll you're looking at most of them have the the pack somewhere in the 20s elliot avant the longtime coach he's entering his 24th season as the head man in raleigh jonathan your thoughts on the pack and what else is going on acc wise from a baseball perspective yeah they have several several teams in the top 25 georgia tech also uh, checks in um i i can't remember some of the others but uh you know acc has gotten to be a pretty solid uh pretty solid squad set of squads in terms of baseball um nc state uh, they've always been kind of a, a well-coached team and and uh um usually does event does a pretty good job he actually had some couple of years where he started struggling and i wondered if he was going to survive it but uh looks like he's turned it around there and, and put put things back together um they have a, a pretty good incoming uh recruiting class uh, a couple of juco players that'll probably be an impact for him and then uh I think the one thing they have that, that always always amuses me, or, or I should say always arouses my curiosity, they have a, a pitcher who's 6'10", or kind of remind you of uh, Randy Johnson, if you remember him. Huh. Uh, he was uh, just a gigantic uh, pitcher, and those guys, they have such a wingspan that the ball can come from just about anywhere, you know, if they decide to sidearm it or something like that. So 
uh, be interesting to see how how that guy performs for him. And one of the newcomers for the Wolfpack here in baseball is a guy on the bump, a transfer, as you mentioned, one of those transfers, right-handed pitcher Logan Bender, as he'll be suiting up in the red and white for NC State again. Opening day for ACC teams just days away, right around Valentine's Day. It's that second weekend of February. You'll find all of the baseball goings on, and we'll be covering it going forward here on the Y'all Show. Jonathan, thank you so much for your great report on all things ACC. Thanks for having me. You guys have a great week. All right, Jonathan, again with CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network. When we come back in hour two, we'll start it off with hashtag Huddle Blue, then we'll transition to Nashville, and Precious Harris will be standing by with a report on the Grammys and all the other fun news coming out of Music City. It's the Nashville Music Line with Precious, and it's coming up in hour two of this, the show that's all about the South. This is y'all. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. I am doing it all the water, the fiber, the exercise, but I still have constipation with belly pain, straining and bloating that keep coming back. My doctor said that I may have a chronic medical condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats adults with IBS with constipation. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S.com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Continuing on with a show that's featured, it's just about the South. If you love this part of the world, if you're listening to us right now in the Southeast on one of our great radio stations or the podcast, heck, we got a lot of listeners from California. Maybe they're envious of Dixie. Well, we're glad that you could tune in, whether you're in the great states of the South or you're in the California Republic. Thank you for listening to the Y'all Show. Talk with an accent on all things Southern. I'm John Rawl. I'll be here for this next hour, bringing you all kinds of great information. We've got lined up and coming at you in the next segment, Precious Harris with all the news coming out of Nashville and Tennessee, including 
this past weekend's Grammy Awards, some surprise winners from the Grammys, some blast from the past that Precious will tell us about, plus all the other fun stuff going on in Music City and country music and more. Precious Harris and the Nashville Music Line, it's headed your way in just a few minutes. If you want to connect to us on the Y'all Show, we've got a couple of streaming apps. If you've got them on your phone, great. If you don't add them, you can catch the Y'all Show and listen to it at your leisure via the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or the Apple Podcast app. All free of charge. Look for the big red and white Y'all logo and hit it and you'll be in in shape. You'll love it. I promise you. If you don't, we'll give you your money back. Let's start this hour of the All Southern Show with hashtag Huddlebaloo, the Wednesday edition. And as we know, on Capitol Hill, the impeachment proceedings continue to go on. You've got question and answer period right now on into Thursday. Then likely on Friday, there'll be some kind of vote of whether to add witnesses and more. Fun times. <laughs> A lot of people have tuned in a lot of people have tuned out to what's going in in washington dc in our u.s senate now let me tell you about some of our good southern people that are commonly on cnn one is the evening host the pride i think he is from hmm he's from the baton rouge area i don't want to say that he's from the city of baton rouge he could be from just across the mississippi river but don lemon of cnn the guy that has done a good he's a good host he's a a really talented i won't say journalist he's a talented personality okay and he likes his lsu tigers and he was quite happy with their recent national championship often he has a guest join him via tallahassee florida rick wilson who prior to the last three years was a very outspoken republican strategist and then I guess because of his connection to Jeb Bush, he has been the, I won't say quintessential, but if he's not the quintessential, he's right below there. Quintessential Trump hater, a never Trumper, a guy who, again, is so-called Republican and was Republican for sure prior to the arrival of Donald Trump on the scene. But he, he was before Trump elected, constantly bashing him continues to bash him and he's a frequent guest on cnn with don lemon and other cnn shows rick wilson based in tallahassee well he was on don lemon show the other day and they were reacting to the recent incident where secretary of state mike pompeo was cursing and accusing an npr host of not knowing where ukraine is after a very heated interview and where i think he took her into a private room and scolded her according to what She said, President Trump and even Pompeo have questioned her account, okay? So in the conversation on CNN, Rick Wilson told Don Lemon the following, talking about Pompeo in this case, that Pompeo was just trying to demean her and obviously it's false. He also knows that deep in his heart that Donald Trump couldn't find Ukraine on the map If you had the letter U and a picture of an actual physical crane next to it. And at that point, Lemon lost it, laughing out loud, put his head down on the desk. Wilson was also laughing his tail off and even had another guest. They were all chiming in, had a a real fun time there on CNN. And I I got a laugh when I heard it, too. It was kind of funny. 
But Wilson continued on, and here's why I'm I'm bringing this up, because he kind of throws the South under the bus, and he's one of us, by the way, as Wilson again continued on, that he knows that this is an administration defined by ignorance of the world, okay? That that's partly him playing to their base and playing to their audience of the credulous boom rube demo that backs Donald Trump that wants to think that in a southern accent Donald Trump is the smart one and y'all elitist are dumb those are the words of Rick Wilson on CNN when he appeared alongside fellow southerner Don Lemon talking about Mike Pompeo President Trump and more the three words that got a lot of traction was that phrase that I had to pull my dictionary out because frankly I am not 100% positive when I see these elitists, and that's what this guy is, Rick Wilson, a an elitist appearing on CNN talking about things like the the whole phrase, credulous boom rube. What the heck is he talking about? All right, let me get out the definition, the definition book here. <laughs> credulous, having or showing too great a readiness to believe things. Okay, so that's credulous, boom And I don't really know where he's coming from, but boom, I think he's talking about baby boomers because there's a couple of different definitions. And then Rube, the definition of the word R-U-B-E is a country bumpkin. So he's accusing Trump of having audiences that are willing, ready, willing, and able to believe Trump and their baby booming redneck buffoon country bumpkins. That's what this guy said. And he pretty much threw the whole South into that accusation, in my opinion. Now, that also was the opinion of others, okay? Because we see on social media this week, Gordon Gacko, who's on Twitter at GreedyGordGacko, and he writes, Wow, Don Lemon and his guests proving he's not elitist by making fun of Trump supporters on CNN with his guest using a Southern accent to stereotype people from the South. How very woke and inclusive way to prove your point. No wonder people hate CNN. Hashtag bullying. That the response from Gordon Gecko on Twitter this week. Now, Rick Wilson, he also, the guy that I just told you about, who threw this accusation, again, calling Trump supporters credulous boom rube. I didn't learn that phrase in school. Maybe you did. Here's what Rick Wilson of Tallahassee wrote at the Rick Wilson on Twitter, by the way. He wrote, I need to hop off Twitter for a bit to weep quietly at the horrible social media bullying I'm experiencing right now. Maybe he's having some fun with his notoriety after making that statement. But Rick, you're in Tallahassee. That is a southern town. That is a part of Florida You don't have to go two miles outside the city limit, and you're about in the deep south as you possibly can get. You might want to watch what you say there, Rick, about the south. And and frankly, Florida and almost every other single southern state, whether you want to believe it or not, Rick, skews Trump. Okay? I know you're in probably a blue county there and in Leon County, Florida. But the rest of Florida except for the very southeast corner of course miami and fort lauderdale and all that the rest of florida is pretty red 
and certainly to your north and south georgia and across the southeast you're going to have tons and tons and tons of trump supporters you might want to watch what you're saying of course this guy's getting paid to come on places like cnn and stir the pot and when you call us and i'll go ahead and throw my name into the to the mix here the audience of the credulous boom rube yeah we don't like that especially coming from you a guy who again is supposed to be a republican maybe even a conservative rick wilson is who we're talking about if you've got a problem with rick at the rick wilson if you've got a problem with me check us out on twitter at y'all show and hit us up with a question comment or a complaint we'll take it all let's move over to the food category get away from politics here my living magazines at my living mag on twitter and they offer you the best deals and coupons on florida's treasure coast and they put something out that caught my eye this week as they wrote a tweet saying y'all got to try the amazing food at mabel's place grab lunch there today and this again is on the treasure coast of the sunshine state and we're really putting the emphasis on on florida here this is in okeechobee florida is where you'll find this great place it's got soul food according to this at mabel's place all right and these two from this magazine went and did a little review of mabel's place and if you look at the photos you'll see some delicious mac and cheese and chicken and green beans all that there in okeechobee florida and again this is on the treasure coast located on the seventh avenue in okeechobee and they're open tuesdays through thursdays from 11 to 9 fridays and saturdays 11 to 4 even open on sundays if you're in okeechobee you can get a taste of the south which they call the soul food i don't know how common in okeechobee you're going to find so-called soul food i know they got plenty of good food but evidently it must be a little bit unusual to find soul food but at mabel's place and you'll find great southern cooking here in this part of florida according to the editors of my living magazines now more news about food coming your way let's go to greensboro north carolina there you'll find blue denim and they put out on instagram uh, an image of what they're serving up there at this greensboro north carolina establishment which is family owned it's in downtown greensboro and they've proud of their new board promoting the specials there at blue denim in greensboro things like just in time for mardi gras crawfish beignets that sounds great also delta chinese ribs i I need to know more about what that is but you'll find that at blue denim greensboro north carolina they have oyster and shrimp po'boys on the menu salads how about this shrimp and grits at blue denim in greensboro and then if you need something sweet they've got the white chocolate pecan bread pudding and beignets and coffee all mixed in with things like cocktails wine and beer sounds like a great place to go in greensboro in downtown greensboro very easy name to remember blue denim and it looks like they've got a taste of new orleans a taste of the low country of the carolinas and more there at this family-owned cajun creole southern restaurant blue denim in greensboro now to audrey lot of mercy i love that at k underscore lisa ray a poet and a writing director at shaw university and again her name on twitter she goes by audra lauda mercy (laughs) as she writes in her profile southern women writers authors and academics check your emails i have reached out to a lot of you with requests 
to visit my university. I am on the hunt for women to book or partner collaborate with on this Southern Voices project. So she's looking for Southern women writers, authors, and academics to help out with her project there at Shaw University. So go check it out if you want to go to her her email, her her email on Twitter and all that can be found at K underscore L-I-S-A-R-A-E. We like to spread the word, which by the way, this gives me an opportunity to brag on y'all.com. We've had some great articles put up there by some of our great Southern authors, Southern writers, and we've even had some great Southern women writers. In fact, I'll go ahead and say most of our work has been posted by Southern women writers on y'all.com. And so if you're looking for a way to get your short stories put up there we don't need a novel posted at y'all.com but if you've got a really good short story especially if it's got a picture to accommodate it we welcome that at y'all.com if you go to our website y'all.com and you go to the home page specifically you'll see a a tab there at the top about writing for y'all.com and we've got all the guidelines that you need it's at the very top of the website right for us is what it's called and it walks you through how to submit you're not going to get paid. We're not in the business of paying our submissions, but we give you a great opportunity, a great forum for the whole world to see it at y'all.com. And so we're doing our part to spread the word about Southern writing and hopefully Audra Law to Mercy. Maybe we'll help steer people to you. And maybe if you'll do us a favor, you'll share it there, not only at Shaw University, but perhaps you can help spread the word beyond Shaw by helping us outside of Raleigh where Shaw's located by putting it up at y'all.com what a great thing there and great job there at this HBCU in North Carolina's capital city by having someone so proactive to help out the writing community and get a little writing love here that's what we do on the y'all show when we come back we're going to put our love toward the songwriting community as precious harris is standing by right there on music row in nashville and we'll get an update on what's going on in country music including a look back at sunday's grammy awards how about miss t getting a grammy award we'll tell you about that and all the other happenings all that's coming up with precious harris and it's coming up next I am doing it all. The water, the fiber, the exercise. But I still have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keep coming back. My doctor said that I may have a chronic medical condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats adults with IBS with constipation. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. I don't know about you, but I never come into this spot. On a Thursday before 10 o'clock But I thought, what the hell, why not? 
I don't know about you, but I never walk up and talk to a stranger. But when I saw you, I had to, I just had to. Girl, I know your favorite beer, cause you told me and I bought it. And hello, welcome into the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl, and we're glad that you could join us here for what we call our Nashville Music Line Report. We have Precious Harris joining us for this. And if you haven't tuned in to hear Precious on the Y'all Show before, well, you're, first of all, really missing out. But secondly, let me tell you a little bit about Miss Precious Harris. She is right on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee, and she covers all things country. She's the author of I Know Country. That's got 366 daily country music questions and answers. And you can buy and instantly download your ebook copy at iknowcountry.com. Precious is also a music career development consultant with an emphasis on new and aspiring artists. You can also go to the website collegeofasongology.com to learn more about how she helps out and also follow Precious Harris's blog, nashvillemusicline.com. And we are just so darn happy to have Precious Harris join us right now on the Y'all Show. Hello, Precious. Hello, how are you? Well, we are we are just doing great. How the heck are you, Precious? Well, I had a full day yesterday. I'm doing really good. I got to hang out with a couple of hit writers and a couple of artists that are songwriters on the new Chris Lane single. So, uh, yeah, but he was celebrating. It's not the new single for his tour, but it's his number one song, and it's based around using pickup lines to pick up girls. But anyway, but we had a really good time, and so I've had a really good day yesterday. But I'm ready for today. All right, it's now be a good day. You're mentioning a name that a lot of us have not heard of, Chris Lane. Tell me more. Hey, Chris Lane. This is his uh, first number one song. Um, but anyway, he is a an artist on Big Loud Records, and some of his artist mates are Jake Owen and Morgan Wallen. And in that creative room, it's Craig Wiseman from Laurel, Mississippi. Yep. And uh, he actually started the company. And y'all know Craig because Live Like You Were Dying and several other mega hits. Um, he had a huge hit for uh, Blake Shelton. But he's he was known as a songwriter. But mm-hmm. he started – then, he, of course, he was a, always a publisher. And then he became a record label. But he's the first one that Florida Georgia Line – actually got interested in helping them develop themselves so he's one of the reason why that they would literally paint houses during the day and write and write songs at night and uh and of course craig signed hardy to his um he's got devin dawson uh on his publishing company he's got hardy on his publishing company and a an, uh, kid named uh uh hunter phelps uh anyway but he was there today and uh is one of the writers and he's got a new single out so it's the first, um, the first, it's a 44th song and sort of 45th. It depends on how you look at it for Ashley Gorley, but it was a first number one for two of the writers. So it was, it was pretty, pretty intensive party. Everybody and their mother was there media and everything. So it was good just to hang out and see everybody. Well, I'm glad that you had a chance to do just that precious and i want to tell you you talk about this relative newcomer with their first number one unfortunately he's going to have a new sort of competition to deal with on the air charts at least and i want to get your input on this new act called hot 
Country Nights. That's with a K, <laughs> K-N-I-G-T-H-S. And first of all, let me tell you, if you're old enough to remember this, when I first heard of this group's name, I immediately thought back to the NBC syndicated. No, it wasn't syndicated. It was actually on the Peacock Network on Sunday nights back when country was booming in the early 90s. And I think Dick Clark Productions actually produced this thing, and it's where a lot of artists got their first national exposure. But now, Hot Country Nights, and Nights this time with a K, is out with the new single, Pick Her Up. And there's a familiar face, although in disguise, as part of this new group, Hot Country Nights. Precious, tell us about it. Well, actually, um, I have someone who was actually filming part of the video. They were there that day, so I got some inside scoop. But uh, the, the 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 artist is actually Dirks Bentley, but it's featuring Travis Tritt. Uh-huh. Okay, so what he does is the band Hot Country Nights has been opening for Dirks Bentley, who produced and co-wrote "Pick Her Up." Then the track, of course, is already out, and he's got. If you go to YouTube and you look up some of the EPKs, I cannot believe some of the things i heard out of his mouth uh but anyway but that's the way it was in the 1980s so to speak but anyway um it's actually going to be uh, of course the youtube videos they've been promoted youtube and digital media across the board instagrams you know all that but it's actually going to hit country radio on february the third but you got to go to youtube and look up the video oh and this video is already out you said yeah, it's already it's on YouTube, yeah. But the the single doesn't go to country radio until February the third to get out. But it's the the video's already out and they've been promoting it because it's like a lead into. But I will tell you, Doug Douglason, okay, is actually the alter ego of Dirk's Bentley, okay? Really? Um yeah, he's sort of Clark Kent Doug's Superman, so to speak, or vice versa, but it's almost like the Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines thing. Oh yeah, back in the nineties when Garth was also chris gaines yes which was based on keith urban by the way yeah exactly (laughs) but garth he didn't leave the genre he sort of did because he looked more rock and roll and a little bit more edgy Mm -hmm. but dirt just went back two to three decades four decades sorry i graduated 1980 so yeah in my 40-year class reunions this year so yeah it's like four four decades ago Right. Decades or ten years, right? <laughs> that, that that is absolutely true on that. Check <laughs> check out this new group again. It's called Hot Country Nights, and the YouTube video available. And perhaps we'll be competing for that prized air position on radio stations across the country. Now, the alter ego of that, Dirks Bentley. He, like myself, got our start in Nashville, working at CMT and the Nashville Network. And the old employer, CMT, did something last week. And I want to get your opinion first on this, Precious, before I weigh in. But this is the story. CMT last week has now pledged that all of its music video programming will consist of 50% female artists going forward. As the network put out a tweet that said, Effective immediately, all music video hours of CMT and CMT music channels will have completely parity between male and female artists. That means 50-50 and they put the hashtag CMT equal play. Precious, your thoughts on what's going on there in Nashville at CMT? Well, I think it's because, honestly, um, the lady that is spearheading this one is a lady named Leslie Frame, which I've known for many years. But 
I think they're just trying to come to terms because there's such you've got several ladies like Kelsey Ballerini and some other ones who are talking about, hey, you know, we really need to fix this problem. But the problem is not just one area. It's different. It's across the radio. It's the label signing a handful of females, you know, in a in a truckload of males. But it's been that way for a while. But since the country genre has completely went full circle and now you've got, you know, there's a Loretta, Loretta Lynn and Tammy White and the people that you knew is there, you know, what they call the true women of country music and Miss Tanya Tucker and her congratulations on her Grammy that has turned the tables. And I think CMT's under pressure. Um, you know, I'm glad to see it. I just hope that they do, because even if you look at the country charts, the quota from female artist to male artist is still very uneven. Precious. So I'm anxious to see how they're going to make it work on the programming, honestly. Precious, I don't mean to brag, but what time period in the last 50 years was country music dominating all formats from a sales standpoint, from a airplay standpoint, and from a video standpoint? What period of time are we talking about? 1990s. Okay. Yeah. That That's a very astute point you bring up. In the 1990s, at the height of that movement where country music was dominating, I just happened to be a 20-something-year-old punk kid who had a position at CMT where I actually was a programming coordinator. I essentially had the same job, this woman that just put this release out, declaring a 50-50 airplay of CMT. I had the same job at the height of country music. So I actually know a little bit of what I'm talking about here. And I will tell you, going back 25 years, when I was putting those great videos on CMT, that we did play music from female artists, but female artists at that time, there were actually more then, I think, than now, but there also Wait. were a lot, lot more artists, period, than what we have now. And we kind of treated the female artists as wild cards, and we tried to put female artists two to three times an hour, and we would sandwich them between male artists or groups. So they've always been treated special, but it didn't mean we had to carry 50% of our programming from female artists, which in those days you had people like Kathy Matea, you had Patty Loveless, Mary Chapin Carpenter, and others putting out great music videos. And for CMT to do this, I think, was just a little bit reactionary, part of the cancel culture. In this case, they're going after that radio guy who said something smart about women in country music. And... We've talked about this, I think, with you before, Precious, that the fact is country music's demand and the main loyal listeners are actually females. Yes, they are. And if you also, matter of fact, in just in the last six months, you've got Mary Chapin Carpenter who just announced a new tour. Awesome. Yeah. You've got Leanne Womack who had a Grammy-nominated record without a record label. You know? So there's several female artist and the biggest thing is trisha yearwood my god she has a current tour and a current record but i haven't seen any video so i'm hoping that it will be able to have more videos i know she has some with garth and stuff but i haven't seen any videos released per se they do more now on youtube but actually on the cmt or gac but trisha yearwood is such an incredible artist I would love to see more of her. And now you got Miss Tanya, once again, who's back out there after 17 years, I think, without a record, an album coming out. 
So I see some of the female coming in there, but the last five years, there's not been really a steady level of artists where it can at least go from instead of 70, 30 to 40, 60. So I'm anxious to see, you know, I know that uh, Black River has got uh, Kelsey Ballerini and um, and Abby Anderson. Mm -hmm. And then I know that Ashley McBride and Gabby and uh, Warner Brothers did let Margot's uh, Margot go um, Margot Price, but they kept their, you know, they're still trying to keep the traditional, you know, of the country there. And I'm just anxious to say, I know that Carrie left Sony and she's gone to UMG. Um, you've got Miranda on RCA. So there is some artists coming up, but it's still going to be, oh, I don't know. I just don't understand. It's still going to be an even. I just can't see when the chart's so even how CMT is going to try to even out the videos when you're going to see a whole lot more videos than on males than you do female. I'm anxious to see how it plays out, honestly. Well, my only problem with this equation they've come out with, Precious, is that I feel like some of the really good male artists are going to get less spins. The female artists who may not have as good of music, they'll get more spins, and it just opens up a can of worms. I want, instead of 50-50, I just want 100% great music, just like it was when I was programming CMT. <laughs> I agree. That's exactly... I was going to... You took the words right out of my mouth. Somebody, somebody's going to suffer. It's either going to be new, up-and-coming male artists, uh, or it's going to be something's got to give until that we get a good equal amount on the charts. You know, I, I hope it turns out okay for our genre site, just because I love country music, but because I work with a lot of new artists, I just hate because of fifty-fifty. A really good artist has been here working their butt off for twelve years. It gets to that point that they don't get played because it's that 50-50 rule. That's that's where I'm a little bit anxious, you know. But I'm like you. All I want is just great music, period. Or you can steal an idea I just came up with, Precious, to ensure I think I'm going to become a new country music artist. I'm going to be the first... <laughs> I'm going to be the first artist you can't put in a box. You don't know if I'm a male or female, and therefore they'll just play my music video all the time. Oh, you're funny. Yeah. That's I, a good idea, though. But, yeah, that's it because you won't be in a box. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Precious, let me, speaking of female artists, I want to bring up this artist who a lot of you may not be familiar with this newcomer, Brandy Clark. She's got a new album called Your Life as a Record. It debuts on Warner Brothers on March 6th, and in advance of that album, she's got a new song out called Who You Thought I Was. Tell me more, not about Terry Clark, but Brandy Clark. Well, Brandy's actually um, started out as a songwriter, a massive hit songwriter. But um, it's so funny. Actually, one of the songs she had out called Crazy Women about two or three years ago, she actually, that actually got pitched to my client, and my client cut it on her record before Brandy redid it. Oh. One day I'm listening, I'm like, oh my God, that sounds like my client. But I realized it was Brandy. Oh. But yeah, she, yeah, she's been around for a while. Well, that's great. And again, the new single is Who You Thought I Was. This is on the Warner Records imprint. And you can check out the album that's coming out in March. Your Life is a Record. Brandy Clark. Well, we got to take a break, Precious. When we come back here on the Y'all Show, we want everybody to stick around. We've got some exciting, uh, re uh, exciting recap of this past weekend's Grammy Awards from Los Angeles. 
Precious has already mentioned the name Tanya Tucker. We'll find out what world is that is all about. Plus, one of my great country music favorites, a guy who has a a, a, a voice that's like an angel. And he's no young angel. He's a seasoned angel. I'm talking, I think he's in his 70s, maybe pushing 80. And of all things, this Texas native just got inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. And I want to know more about it. I'm going to ask Precious about who this lucky guy was. And we'll have all that information. As we go to break here on the Y'all Show, we got a trivia question to ask you. And this trivia question is, can you name the country artist whose album Room to Breathe was certified gold by RIAA on this date back in 2004, 16 years ago. We'll have the answer to that and a whole lot more as the Y'all Show continues after this break. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. At a diner down on Broadway, they make small talk When she brings his eggs and fills his coffee cup He jokes about his love life And tells her he's about ready to give up That's when she says I've been there before But keep on looking Cause maybe who you're looking for is Somebody in the next car Somebody on the morning train Somebody in the coffee shop That you walk right by every day Somebody that you look at But never really see Somewhere out there Is somebody And we're back on the Y'all Show, talk with a southern accent, and hey, we are trying to give female artists a little love. That's a great female artist with a good song there that will answer who that person is in just a second. This is the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl, and we're here with Precious Harris as part of our Nashville music line as we continue on with this show that's all about the Southeast. Our website is y'all.com, where you can find the podcast of this, also the video interview that we're doing currently here with Precious, all that at y a l l. 
Facebook.com. Precious, as we went to break, we asked the trivia question, can you name the country artist whose album Room to Breathe was certified gold on this date back in 2004? And Precious, that lucky answer would be? Reba McIntyre. Oh, Reba Nell with a great song as Room to Breathe was an album recorded by country music's favorite redhead. And this was Reba's 23rd studio album and room to breathe at 16 years ago and reba's kind of had kind of a roller coaster ride over the last 25 years where she's had moments where she's gotten a lot of airplay then she's been out in hollywood recording tv shows like reba and then she's back making music do we know what the current status of reba mcintyre is yes reba actually uh you know she did um like two years ago i think but she was honored at NSAI <coughs> for her. She actually was honored as an artist, but she was also honoring the songwriters. But Rita, Reba is very much still, uh, she signed with uh, a division of Big Machine Label Group. Um, I'm not for sure which one it is. I want to say Valerie, but I'm not for sure. But anyway, but she's here looking at new music and thinking about recording. She's not on the pitch sheet. And I heard that somebody said that she is thinking about doing another record. Oh, well, we are ready for Reba McIntyre to get back in that studio and record great music because, I mean, like I said, she's had a little bit of a roller coaster ride where some of her hits, some of the songs have been true hits over just this last decade. And it can't wait to get more Reba music out as she has such, such talent. And again, a great album that came out back in 2004 called room to breathe well let's talk about another artist from the reba mcintyre generation and this artist has done something that a lot of people would never have guessed that she would do and that's win grammy maybe even more than one i haven't been able to count out the total number of grammy winners i'm talking about miss t miss tanya tucker what a big night she had sunday in los angeles at the grammy awards precious what a what an accomplishment by I think is she the Little Miss Dynamite or or is that Brenda Lee? <laughs> Brenda Lee, Tanya Tucker's Little Miss Tanya. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My apologies, uh, Brenda Lee. Uh, it's okay, but they're all friends. You know, like I said, they were both very young. Tanya was. I, they there's some discrepancy, but you know because when the song was released and it was on the charts forever, but she was 13 when she became a household word. You know, with Delta Dawn. And Brenda Lee was, you know, 13 when she had her first record. So that's the one thing that those two do have in common as superstars before they even hit their sweet 16 birthday parties. But uh, but I have to say, I've been watching Tanya for the last year because she's been in town and one of my good friends is her publicist. Um, so just seeing this happen to her, I knew that it was coming around because she had Waylon Jennings' son, Shooter Jennings, and Brandy Carlisle producing her record. And they have, and they actually wrote most of the record, uh, Brandy did, for Tanya. And it was, it was take, they took their time. They went through the songs to make sure it was Tanya's signature thing. Cause she, you know, she's grown as an artist and things, but she still wanted to remain true to her roots in an interview I heard for her the other day by one of my friends. But I was so glad that she won. Uh, you know, of course, best song of the year, and and uh, 
and uh, for country and then album of the year so i'm pretty happy for her yeah billboard had an article out with a headline tanya and billy ray party like it's 1992 at <laughs> grammys yeah they were there both of the 19 because see billy ray cyrus when he swept the awards for achy breaky heart you know of course it was that's when tanya was at you know at the height. she was on capitol back then and so yeah that's when they won their both won their first ever grammys Wow. Well, it was a great accomplishment and a Mm -hmm. lot of big winners. Hey, Willie Nelson even won at this year's, what was it, the 62nd Grammy Awards. Willie Nelson, he won his latest Grammy, his 10th Grammy for Best Solo Country Performance for the song Ride Me Back Home. Willie, in his late 80s, he's winning. Tanya Tucker, Tanya's what, in her 60s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm yeah, she's seven years older than me, and I'm fifty eight. So yeah, she's in mid sixties. Okay, but a blast from the past. I have to wonder though, Precious. Let's be honest. I don't know who the Grammy voters are these days, but I assume a lot of them are under the age of forty, and a lot of mm-hmm. them had to have never heard of Tanya Tucker. I'm sorry, I'm biased. What do you think <laughs> of that? <laughs> well, I am a Grammy member, so. Uh, I can see that, but a lot of the people that are my age that's been in Nashville for the last 20 or 30 years, they are Grammy members. It takes a, you have to be first, you have to apply, you have to have recommendations, and then you get voted on and to be in into them. Uh, it used to be called NARIS, the National uh, uh, Science Recording Arts and Sciences, National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, NARIS, but now it's just called the Grammys. But anyway, but uh yeah, they range from the time that the, that you start, but you have to work in the industry. You have to be part of the from. You can't just be someone who loves music and wants to join the Grammys. You have to be a working, making a living in the music industry or entertainment industry, which could be music, you know, movies, you know, trailers for movies. You have to have that job or make a living or you can't be a part of it so you're probably right that they're like 18 21 up to 60 and 70 i mean i I hope she got it i hope she got it honest but i just have to say since we haven't heard of tanya tucker number one in almost 30 years i think well she had her last album was out 17 years ago okay well it didn't have a hit song i can assure you of that yeah not one that that you would remember yeah but we love Tanya Tucker. And Tanya, you are welcome to come on the Y'all Show with John Rawl and our Nashville insider, Precious Harris, anytime you feel like it. I think she hangs out in Franklin. So next time I'm there in Williamson County, I'll check, I'll go by her farm and ask her to come on the Y'all Show. Well, actually, her publicist is like one block over and down about seven houses. <laughs> what Before it becomes apartment buildings on Music Road, it's uh-huh. appearing one brick at a time. But yeah, we'll just may have to connect you guys to hopefully get Tanya on there because she is probably one of the most laid back, best interviews ever. Yep. You know, and uh, if you ever get a chance, watch the documentary about her, the interview she did, I want to say with Barbara Walters, but it's not. Very honest, down to earth, this is the way it is. And she didn't hold anything back. She told it exactly in true Tanya form. I hate to say the true Tucker, ta- true true Tanya, true ta- Tucker form. But you know, she's always been honest with her listeners. She's always been honest with her fans, and she's always been honest with 
anybody that was a fan from music or been part of it. She's you never see her turning around and saying something different. What you see is what you get. And I think that's why that she's able to do this again and hit the top of the charts after 17 years. Because I will tell you, country music fans appreciate honesty. Well, we, we like honesty. And we're fans of country music here on the Y'all Show. The fans like myself, we like honesty. But we also like a great story. And as we wrap up with Precious here today, what about a heartwarming story of a country legend? Now, he's not on the level of a George Jones or Merle Haggard, but if you've tuned in country radio over the last 50 years, you've heard Gene Watson sing hits like 14 Carat Mind and Farewell Party. And Precious, something happened to him just the other day, 55 years ago, uh, 55 years after he made his first appearance on the Ryman stage at the Grand Ole Opry, what happened to Texas native Gene Watson? He was asked to be a Grand Ole Opry member by Mr. Vince in skill, of course. And don't tell my dad that he's not up there with George Jones, because my dad, every time he's near Bowling Green or Kentucky, hey, can you get me some tickets to Gene Watson? So he is like the, when I told him about it, he goes, it's about time. So, you know, my dad's 81, so that tells you. And I, I have to agree with my dad. It's about time. I'm so glad that he was asked. Long overdue. Um, there is some talk on Music Row that he should have been asked before Luke Combs. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but I'm just glad that he's made it. And that just makes me very happy. Gene, after his, he was asked to join the Grand Ole Opry. He said, I'm not sure I have anything left after that kind of surprise and got a standing ovation at the Grand Ole Opry. Congratulations to Gene Watson, a guy who, again, has had a lot of hits but hasn't sold billions of records or became a household name like the George Jones and Haggards and all the other legends. But he's been very active. He's been touring nonstop pretty much his whole career and a very well-deserved honor for Gene Watson. What What a great story to wrap up with you, Precious. Well, thank you, dear. And I also have a, I got a call from uh, a country artist. Well, he's just, he was a, a, he's had a career since 1992, starting out with 2020. But I actually judged him in a talent competition in 1990, 91. Anyway, he actually has been invited to be in the Kentucky Music Hall of Fame. And I judged him in a talent contest, one of the very first ones he ever entered. And so him and his wife has asked me, to be their guest for him to get inducted into the Kentucky Music Hall of Fame, and it's Marty Brown. Oh, awesome. So I thought, that's pretty cool. I'm very excited about that. Well, we're excited, too. Precious Harris, thank you so much for coming on the Y'all Show, and we look forward to catching up with you again next week. Sounds good. Have a blessed day, everyone. All right, and that will wrap up the Y'all Show today. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back here on Thursday with an all-new show that's all about the South. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) 
How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. I am doing it all. The water, the fiber, the exercise, but I still have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keep coming back. My doctor said that I may have a chronic medical condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats adults with IBS with constipation. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. 